it's Dr. Philip Foster, and this is the Maximum Change Podcast. Hey everyone, in this episode I want to talk to you about perspective. Now, there are two kinds of perspective in my mind. We're going to talk to you about the possibility perspective and the poverty perspective. Now, we could use the word mindset. So we could say the possibility mindset or the poverty mindset. I don't care which one you use. And I may interchange them here in this podcast. But let's start with the possibility perspective or mindset. And that is where someone has the vision or the ability to see everything that's possible in life. Everything that is available to them, everything that they can achieve is part of the possibility mindset. And then there is the other perspective, and that is the poverty perspective or the poverty mindset. And that is of the person who has the belief that it's impossible. Nothing is possible. We're, we're, we're just... Um, we're just the whim of the universe. We're, 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 we're being punished by the rich people or punished by those who have things. Now, I want you to think about this for a minute. I want you to think about this logically. We're all born and we all die. And birth and death are the great equalizers. What do I mean by that? What is it that makes someone who is successful different from someone who isn't successful? Now, I could do a podcast that would last six hours on some of this. Think about the wealthy. Think about the successful. What is it they're doing that you're not doing? Or what is it you're doing that they're not doing? I mean, you could take it both ways. possibility perspective or possibility mindset says that you can see and you have vision for what is possible and then you go for it. Do you think that Elon Musk was born the richest man in the world? Now, if you are a follower of Elon Musk, you will know that his father was a successful businessman. However, his father was not the richest man in the world. And if you know anything about Elon Musk, he helped start PayPal in what I believe was his college dorm room. He later sold PayPal for millions and millions of dollars and started Tesla and SpaceX and so forth. And then he just continued to grow. So Elon Musk, who is the arguably the richest man in the world right now, and that ebbs and flows, you know, depending on stock market and whatever. Elon Musk is the richest man in the world, but he he may have been born with a silver spoon in his mouth, but he certainly wasn't born with a platinum gold or platinum spoon in his mouth, okay? So yeah, you can say, okay, well, you know, he had a leg up. All right. What about Jeff Bezos? Does anyone know anything about him? I mean, Jeff Bezos started Amazon in his garage. Right? 
And he's arguably one of the richest men in the world. What about Bill Gates? You know anything about Bill Gates? Well, Bill Gates started Microsoft in his dorm room. What about Zuckerberg? Same thing. Started Facebook on a college campus. All right, so I'm not saying you have to go to college to start a business, but what I'm saying is these people didn't get handed millions of dollars and go start a business in a fancy high-rise building and they had to wear suits and ties and drive fancy cars and have assigned parking spaces. That mindset is the poverty mindset or the poverty perspective. You've got to stop thinking that way. What's different between someone who has possibility and someone who has poverty are the things you do. Are you growing and learning every day? Are you working toward your goal? Are you doing the things that are necessary to make it happen? Or are you mindlessly laying on the couch for uh, between 6 o'clock in the evening and the time you go to bed, which could be 10, 11, 12, I don't know what time it is. So you could be sitting on the couch for, you know, uh, I don't know, four to six hours watching Netflix, binging on Netflix. I'm not saying that Netflix is evil. What I'm saying is spending hours at a time doing nothing, that's poverty mindset. Possibility mindset says that the person sees, has vision of the possibilities, and then goes and does what's necessary. The person in poverty mindset says it's impossible, and they give up. They collapse on the couch. They're exhausted. Every day they're exhausted. I want to tell you something. I worked in corporate America. I worked in corporate America. I started in federal government. Worked in corporate America for uh, from ni- 1993 until roughly 2001. And I did a stint around 2003 to 2005 as I was working on my master's degree. So I have been in corporate America. And what I could tell you is the entire time that I was working for someone else, I was miserable because I wasn't given the freedom of creativity, the freedom to do, the freedom to have vision, the freedom to grow something. I had to do what was necessary to meet the objectives of someone else's dreams, goals, hopes, and so forth. I was miserable. The truth of the matter is, I knew most of the people that I worked with in all of those different uh, businesses that I worked for, most of the people, the majority of the people, not all, but the majority were miserable. Why? Because they had poverty mindset. They, they, I, I have literally worked with some of the most brilliant people in the world who are miserable. So, today, you can make a choice. You can start to unpack and understand the perspective of possibilities 
or you can continue on your way on your path no big deal you can do it you can live your life in misery chasing someone else's dreams and you're like well i don't know how to start a business i know that's why i'm here that's why i have this passion to help people that's why i do these podcasts and i do videos to add value to your life to tell you what's possible and and for me owning and running a business is so much about your mindset in fact i went to business school i have a bachelor's degree i have a master's degree and i have a doctorate and i can tell you out of you know four years of an undergrad three years of a master's degree okay and so four years of undergrad three years of master's and three years of a doctor that's 10 years of higher education plus all of the other um education i had to do in the way of continuing education i have years and years and years of training and learning in the space of business leadership and strategy and I will tell you, of all the money I've spent, I've spent more than should have been because I was stupid. I am probably using 10, maybe 20% of what I learned in business school. That means that 80 to 90% of what I know I had to learn on the firing line and through the knocks of life you know, street smarts, street cred, whatever you want to call it. So I'm here to tell you, stop the poverty perspective that you can't do this because you're too old, you're too young, you're too stupid, you have the wrong degree, you have the wrong genetics, you have the wrong skin color, your hair's the wrong color, uh, you look like a grandma, you look like a grandpa, you look like a 12-year-old. Stop it. That's all poverty mindset. Well, you don't understand. My, my mom and dad, they raised me that, you know, wealth is evil and money's evil. Bullshit. I, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be mean or, or disrespectful about your parents. You probably love your parents. I love my parents. But there is a lot of things my parents do that drive me stark, raving, mad, lunatic. And I have to separate myself from that. Just because your parents were something doesn't mean you have to be. Let me just give you a perspective. Because I'm not down on people that work hard. I just made a decision when I was very young that working hard did not equal making a lot of money all the time. Working hard in the right places can set you up for success. But working hard in general did not necessarily set you up for success. And let me explain. My grandfather, my, my, my father's father, so my uh, paternal grandfather, and his son, my dad, were, were blue-collar workers. My grandfather was self-educated. He had to drop out of school. And we're talking, you know, uh, we're talking like post-Depression era, okay? Okay. Um, 
he and his his brother went to a boy's home which is basically a place that you go because your parents uh say they can't take care of you anymore for whatever reason in, in the case my great grandmother whom i also knew um her, uh, was a single woman a single mom of two kids and the circumstances behind that are a whole long other story a, a tragic story but my great-grandmother was um in my mind a very talented artist uh the i i own a couple of her oil paintings so she was an artist and my great-grandmother came from wealth okay her her mother and father were medical doctors now think about this her mother and father who lived in the 1800s late mid to late 1800s maybe through the early 1900s her her um well they were they were alive in the in the 1900s um her her parents were medical doctors she went to a girls school up in racine wisconsin they they were from uh holly springs mississippi very accomplished uh, society status. She was in society and status. And I have newspaper clippings where she was on the society page. Okay, so you get it. She was wealthy uh, or raised wealthy, became an artist. And for whatever reason along the way, she was a struggling artist and she had to put her kids in boarding school or, or not boarding school in, in a boy's home. And so my grandfather grew up um, during the time uh, post depression. Uh, you know, World War One time frame, and then, uh, you know, had to learn a trade. My grandfather was a blue-collar worker. He was a master electrician, and he was an accomplished, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> carpenter. <laughs> my mind just went out the door. So my grandfather was a electrician and carpenter, and I have learned a lot from that man in his life. My father became a mechanic. He went to auto diesel school, ended up having to move back home, uh, decided to get married to my mom. Uh, he, he was uh, a mechanic, and, and then he ended up working for 30-some years uh, as a repairman through what used to be called, this company called Sears and, Ro Sears and Roebuck, or Sears. So I grew up in a household and around two men of influence in my life who were blue-collar workers. I saw how hard they worked. My grandfather worked into his, um, his 50s, I would say, you know, somewhere in there. My father worked into his 50s. Um, hard, hard work. Miserable. Tired. And I saw that, and I made a decision. I had perspective. I made a decision that I was going to do everything I could to make money with my brain because I saw how hard my, my grandfather and my father worked and what they had to show for it. Now, now don't get me wrong. Um, we, we, we didn't have a lot of money, but we, we weren't lacking. I mean, there was food on the table, albeit not always what I liked. I was talking to my wife about that last night, but the point I'm trying to make is 
even though I grew up with this mindset that I wanted to be different than my my father and my grandfather, not that I hated them or despised what they were doing. No, what I despised was how hard they had to work for what they were getting. Okay? I decided, well, and, and mind you, this was the 80s, 1980s. Uh, I got in my head that the way out for me was education. Now, you have to understand, in the 1980s, internet was not a thing. I mean, it was it was a thing of science fiction, even though it existed among the universities and military installations. The internet as we understand it was not a thing. You could log into what we called local bulletin boards. And that meant that you dialed into this computer somewhere in your community, your city or whatever, your locale, and you could post things there. And it was very, very rudimentary, very crude, uh, very basic, okay? So I'm talking about making a decision that I had to go to school during a time where it was still necessary to get an education because the, the whole idea up through the 90s was go to college, get a good job, work 30 years, retire. Okay, my mind was go to school, start a business, become wealthy. Now, in full disclosure, I'm 53, and in many ways I'm still working on that because I spent 10, 11, 12, 13 years of my life working for other people. And in some ways, sometimes now, I still do because... Um, I do teach university business school stuff, okay? So I am working for someone else sometimes, but I have more freedom now. Here's the point. If I had everything that we have today, if I had that in 1988 when I graduated high school at 19 years old, yes, 19 because my parents held me back one year in fifth grade, and I write about that in one of my books. If I had the internet and I had social media and I had all the things that we have today in 1988, I wouldn't have gone to college. I wouldn't have, have spent a shitload of money through loans that I couldn't afford, shouldn't have gotten. I would have started a business. Why am I telling you this now? Because if you're listening to this now, in 2022, at the time that I'm recording this, if you're listening to this now, you have everything you need to start a business that you can be successful at. I look at people all the time that have absolutely no education no business experience, and they are multi-millionaires. Their website isn't fancy. They're not fancy. They don't use, you know, $50 university words. No. What they did is they decided, they made a decision that poverty perspective was no longer relevant to them. 
and they were going to have a perspective of possibility. Did I do it right all the time? Do I do it right all the time? No, I mess up, but you know what? My mentality is that you learn. You learn from your mistakes, and trust me, I have a lot of education because I've made a lot of mistakes. This is something I learned from my grandfather. You know, the self-educated man, because he dropped out of school to make money and take care of his, his mother, okay? The man who was put in a boarding school later, dropped out of school to make money to help his mother. You see, you understand? He dropped out of school. He did not have a formal education after a certain age. And I don't remember if it was fifth grade, sixth grade. It doesn't matter. He, he, had, he dropped out of school to go make money and learn a trade. My grandfather later in life got his GED. Now, the dates and how old he was evade me. I couldn't tell you. But the point is that he dropped out of school, later got his GED, and the one thing that I learned from him, outside of any of the trade stuff he does, like, or did, uh, like, you know, he was an electrician, I know how to do basic electricity stuff, electrician stuff, Um, some of the carpentry, I learned from him. But the, the biggest thing that I ever learned from him was the learner's ethic. Now, what is the learner's ethic to me? Well, the learner's ethic is this. If you don't know, look it up. If you don't know, look it up. Well, back then, you know how you looked it up? An encyclopedia. A book. You went to the library and looked for a book on that matter. Today, you can go to the magic portal of google.com and type in what is blah, 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 blah. We did not have that when I learned this ethic. If you don't know something, look it up. Number two that I learned from my grandfather, which you hear millionaires and billionaires say all the time, learn from your mistakes. If you're going to make a mistake, if you're going to fail, fail good and then learn from it. But if you can't, avoid the mistakes. That was See, that was the poverty mindset. Avoid the mistakes. I'm telling you, you're going to make mistakes. I screw up all the time. All the time. With my wife, with my kids. I, I mess up. And some of it is painful painful learning experiences and I'm just telling you I'm inviting you to this idea that if you're going to grow if you're going to have the perspective of possibility you're going to have to fail you're going to have to grow so in closing of this very long podcast today are you going to have a perspective of possibility or you're going to have a perspective of pos- of poverty. You're either going to have poverty or possibility, but you can't have both. You might start in poverty, 
But poverty is not what keeps you in poverty. Your perspective is what keeps you in poverty. You can be in poverty and have the perspective of possibility and you just keep working and working and working. And one day, hopefully sooner than later, after all of that life education, you will start to reach your goals, your dreams, but it doesn't stop there. You don't just one day have a million dollars in your bank account and you're done. No, you keep going. You have so much more work to do. If you think that getting rich is having a couple million dollars in the bank and you go lay on a beach somewhere, you don't understand. You don't understand. Because possibility doesn't stop. Possibility doesn't stop. It doesn't know age, race, creed, gender, national origin, religion. Possibility doesn't know any of that. This possibility resides in your mind. Have a good day.